You're welcome in Jesus' name. You're welcome to the arena of liberty. And I pray that the Lord will meet you at the point of your need today in Jesus' name. Are we ready to take the name of Jesus into our day? I can't hear you. Are we ready? Welcome to the arena of liberty once again. And may the Lord bless you and meet you at the point of your... I can't hear you. Welcome to the arena of liberty. Where freedom reigns. Blessings abound. And I pray that the Lord will meet you at the point of your need in Jesus' name. So I said, are we ready to take the name of Jesus into our day? If we are ready to take the name of Jesus into our day, then we are ready to take the living word. Because God does nothing without his word. Amen. Amen. Whatever you are seeking for today is in God's word. And just as the book of Psalms 51 verse 5 tells us that we were brought forth from iniquity. It means we have come a long, long, long way filled with unrighteousness. If you look at your past, review your past, all you will see is disobedience to God's command. Review the past. You will see unfaithfulness and all kinds of forbidden pleasures. Satan uses our past to trap us to eternal ruin. He used idolatry to trap the children of Israel into captivity. Today, he is using the leers, the cares, our worries, our anxieties, our impatience to trap us into spiritual slavery. Talk of worrying. Worrying destroys our sense of judgment. When we are anxious, we cannot differentiate between God's supply and Satan's bait. When we are impatient and we are seeking for an answer from God, we cannot discern if the small still voice is of God or if the loud voice is of Satan because of impatience. But remember that God's response is never for those in a hurry. Satan keeps using the leers and cares of this world. The glory of this world is a fading thing. As the glory fades, so will the life upon which it is bestowed. He keeps using these things to lure us, to trap us into eternal ruin. But when we come to that realization, we see that serving God is the only way to peace and comfort. While listening to the voice of Satan is a sure way to pain, to bitterness, and to death. 
then we change and we choose to serve God. Then we choose to bring all our appetites, all our affections to God. We allow every act of our worship, every purpose, every passion of our heart to be guided and regulated by the word of God. But the enemy comes back again to remind us of our unworthy past in order to provoke our guilt and destroy our service to God. When he does that, when the enemy comes to provoke our guilt, the weight of our guilt does not allow us to pray effectually. It destroys the success of our prayers. Because when we pray, we are to hold on to God in faith. We are to hold on to the promise of his goodness, his goodwill to us. We are to attract God's attention by bringing ourselves to God's mind. But the enemy uses our weaknesses, our leers, impatience, worrying, anxiety to destroy our sense of service to God. He is there to destroy our communion with God, our duty to God, our devotion to God. Because the Bible says he only comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But come, let me encourage you. Jesus Christ came so that fellowship will not be broken. He came so that your communion, your duty, and your service to God will not be broken. He came to brush aside your past and give birth to your future. He came to deliver you, deliver us mentally from being ruled by the senses and brings his spirit. He came to deliver us physically from diseases, sicknesses, and wants. He came to deliver us spiritually from the hands of the enemy. And today, I tell you, at this arena of liberty, God will use our father in the Lord, prophet T.B. Joshua, to deliver you from Every spirit, all spirits from your past that have been hindering your present and tarnishing your future in Jesus' name. Are you ready? Are you ready to let go of your past so that you can receive that bright future from Jesus? Let us go to the book of Philippians 3 verse 13. Are you there? Philippians 3 verse 13 says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind 
and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. I press on towards the goal. I press on towards the goal. Now, since we know that the aim of Satan is to trap us, to use our past, to trap us to eternal destruction, then it is very dangerous to look back. It is a dangerous thing to look back. And this will lead me to the title of the message today. The trap of the enemy. Tell your neighbor, the trap of the enemy. The trap of the enemy. We need to identify the trap of the enemy. In which area, in what ways in our lives is the enemy using a trap to lure you to eternal destruction? Since we know that looking back is a trap of the enemy, then it is a dangerous thing to look back. In Matthew 14, Apostle Paul found it very difficult to be separated from his past failures, anxiety, troubles, Remember, he experienced many encounters with Jesus at the seaside. Jesus said, drop your net. He said, Lord, we have fished all day, but we caught nothing. Okay, if you say so, I will drop it. He didn't say that out of belief. He just said it out of respect. Apostle Paul struggled with unbelief, with insecurities, with his past failures. That was why when Jesus said, walk on the sea, come to me. That very day, I believe Apostle Paul realized that the most important decision he would make in life was to trust in Jesus Christ. When Jesus beckoned on him, instead of Apostle Paul to focus on the author and finisher of his faith, he allowed fear, insecurity to take hold of his heart. Instead of him to allow Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of his faith, to take control of his mind, for him to be focused on someone smarter, wiser than he was, he allowed insecurity, fear and fear and thoughts of his past failure to engulf him and at that moment he began to sink. What Apostle Paul went, what Apostle Peter, sorry, what Apostle Peter went through is what many of us are going through today. 
what Apostle Peter went through is what many of us are experiencing today. Instead of Peter to allow the Savior to be focused on Jesus Christ alone. The one who was wiser, smarter than he was. He allowed his fear and insecurity to engulf him. And as a result, he began to sink. Looking back is a trap of the enemy. Tell somebody, looking back is a trap of the enemy. Many of us are going through the same experience Apostle Paul went through, Apostle Peter went through. We are going through the same experience Apostle Peter went through. Rather than focusing on the one who is wiser and smarter than we are, we allow our fears, our insecurity to take hold of our heart. And spirit. Thousands will fail because they are unwilling to make a change. In Genesis 19, Lot's wife refused to be dead to her past. In spite of God's mighty deliverance and his promise of a fresh beginning, a new start, a new life for Lot and his family, Lot's wife was never dead to her past. Her longings for worldly pleasure, her longing for Sodom's forbidden pleasures took her heart and loyalty of the creator. Took her heart and loyalty of God's instruction. And the moment she looked back, she paid a great price for her disobedience. Tell somebody, do not look back. You are here at the arena of liberty. Jesus Christ is supporting your position. Do not look back. The only way we can discover new opportunities is by focusing on Christ Jesus. Because with Christ Jesus, there is grace of improvement. Tell somebody, there is grace of improvement. Lot's wife allowed her heart to be taken up with worldly considerations. That is why my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua says, Guard your heart, for it is the realm of feelings and emotions. And trouble will arise when feelings and emotions change. Remember, feelings and emotions are influenced by what you see, what we hear, what our circumstances look like, 
the trouble we had before coming here, the situation we faced before we came here. The people who have been calling us, there is a situation, you need to come home, you need to do this. Many of us are burdened. Many of us have a weight upon our spirit as we are seated here. Feelings are influenced by what we see, what we hear, what our circumstances look like, what people do or say concerning us, how people have disappointed us, how many failures we have experienced. If you are a Christian controlled by feelings and emotions, you can be a Christian, but you will still be controlled by satanic devices. Guard your heart. Remember, this heart is the communication point for the Holy Spirit as well as evil spirits. Jesus Christ even warned us about going back to the world that we have renounced. He warned us about taking journeys back into yesterday when he met the man that was healed in that book of John 5. He said to him, see, you are well again. Stop sinning so that something worse will not happen to you. In the same manner, I Put it to you. See, you are here at the arena of liberty. You are here to meet God face to face. You are here to meet the anointed man of God. Stop looking back so that something worse will not happen to you. Discovery is only for forward lookers. Since we realize that the only information Satan has about you is your past, your unworthy past, your failures, your forbidden pleasures, your unfaithfulness to God, your disobedience to God's command. That is the only information Satan has about you and you and you and you and you. Every one of us here. Why then do you keep reflecting on the past, which is nothing to write home about? which is nothing to be proud of. Why do you keep reflecting on your sickness when you have a healer? Why do you keep repeating stories of those who failed you when you have a blessing provider? Jesus Christ will never consult your past to determine your future. 
He will never consult your sickness to give you healing. He will never consult your sin to offer you forgiveness. He will never consult your setback to grant you breakthrough. He will never consult your disappointment to give you a blissful marriage. He will never consult your years of barrenness to bless you. When Jesus heals, he heals effectually. When he blesses you, he blesses you completely. He will take away your sickness and heal you. Take away your poverty and bless you. Stop taking journeys into yesterday. Yesterday is history. Today is opportunity. There is grace for improvement. Tell somebody there is grace for improvement. There is grace for improvement. Because today, I can't hear you, today is opportunity. Today is opportunity. What should be running through your heart right now is the healing you are about to receive. What should be running through your heart right now is the blessing that God has prepared for you. The Bible says he has set a table before you. What should be running through your heart today is the deliverance, freedom from sin and sickness, freedom from bondage that awaits you. Stop taking journeys into yesterday. Renew and reset your mind. Now, since we know that serving God is a thing of the mind, serving God is a thing of the mind, it means that mind management must be your priority. Because it is a priority for the overcomer. The table has been set. God has set a table before you, filled with blessings, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. That is why it is not all up to God. And also it is not all up to you. It takes both God's ability. It takes both the table God has set before you and your genuine willingness. To receive what God has set. You need to reset your mind. Mind management is the first priority for the overcomer. Your mind must be alert, active, 
and alive. Your mind must be in prayer, in attitude of prayer. Because if your mind sleeps, Satan will take the opportunity to attack. If your mind sleeps, Satan takes the opportunity to attack and to remind you of your unworthy past. To remind you of your failures. And he will say, are you here again? What of the place you went to before? Reset your mind. When you sense satanic influence in your spirit, stop and begin to pray in the spirit. Holy Spirit, take more of me. Give me more of you. That should be running through your heart. That is the word of prayer given to us by our Father in the Lord. Holy Spirit, take more of me and give me more of you. It is not about where you are coming from. What matters is where Jesus is taking you. Holy Spirit, take more of me and give me more of you. The management of our mind and its thoughts are fundamental to our faith and holy living. It means that after you have received from Jesus, you need to maintain what you have received. God will not come down and do that for you. You need to maintain your healing. You need to maintain your deliverance. You need to maintain your breakthrough. The management of your mind and its thoughts are fundamental to your faith and holy living. Are fundamental to your faith and your service to God. For you to make spiritual progress. Your focus needs to be steady. On Jesus Christ. By resetting your mind. Making a change to your attitude and general approach to life. You can only focus on Jesus. Because a steadfast look at the crucified one will never look in vain. At the great physician. A steadfast look at the crucified one will never, ever, ever look in vain at the great physician. Let your focus be on Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. From today, let this be your principle, as you say after me. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ will never consult my past to determine my future. 
He will never consult my sickness to bless me with healing. He will never consult my sin to give me forgiveness. I will stop looking back. I will stop looking back. I will stop looking back. Because it is a trap of the enemy. Because it is a trap of the enemy. And I know, I know that the enemy only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Thank you, Jesus. So people of God, as you continue to sit and wait for our father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua, to meet you here through his word and by God's spirit, I pray that the Lord will fill your heart with strong faith. I pray that as you receive, you will be able to maintain what God has given you. And I pray that you will continue to have a steadfast look at the one who went on the cross for our sake. The one who went on the cross to deliver us, to heal us, and to make us whole. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. Thank you very much. What a God we have to worship. What a son we have to praise. Lift your hands as we say, Holy Spirit, take more of me and give me more of you. Take more of me. Give me more of you. Take more of
I continue to tell him, take more of me. Lift your hands in worship, lift your hands.
continue to talk to the Lord. Let there be freedom. Let there be rest in my heart. Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Come and dwell in this place. Feel our heart with love, Jesus. Come and dwell in this place. Set our hearts on fire.
Let's take it up. Let's take it up. Yeah. 